Now, following the conclusion of a government-led team of local and overseas experts that the 5.4 magnitude Pohang earthquake in November 2017 wasn't natural, but was rather triggered by nearby geothermal power plant activities. The plant, which was established in 2012 under an experimental research and development project pushed by the government, has come under ever-increasing scrutiny. The latest findings are expected to affect an ongoing compensation suit as well, filed against the government by some 1,300 residents. Let's bring in now Professor Shemin Ke, who led the group of experts from abroad in this study and is currently in Seoul, comes out of the Department of Geological Sciences at the University of Colorado. Good morning to you. Good morning to you too. Thanks for joining us. So can you tell us more about this investigation, uh, the team that you led and, and, and your role? Um, sure. Well, first of all, I um, actually co-chair the committee. Um, I co-chair with Professor Domenico Giandini, of ETH Zurich in Switzerland. It was quite an honor to co-chair this excellent committee. Um, our um, expertise covers seismology, geomechanics, hydrogeology, and geology. Um, as co-chair, I work with the committee to make sure that um, our work progresses in a timely manner. And um, I also represent the team to present our results yesterday. Um, in terms of research, my role is uh, about the same as that of other committee members. Um, that means um, my expertise in, is in hydrogeology, so I uh, work on that aspect, and then the others work on a different aspect. So we worked from uh, March 2018 to now. That's about one year. And we met uh, four times, including this one, uh, current one, um, in Korea now, and uh, we also met a couple of times in U.S. And during the process, we also interacted with our Korean colleagues. Um, our specific work uh, really involved several aspects, and we started from reading background in the scientific literature and some specific reports. Um, we conducted our own analysis. We took into consideration of the results and data connected by other groups and researchers. And we use the data made available by the EGS project team that includes NextGeo, the Korean Institute of Geosciences and Mineral Resources, or KIGAM, the Korean Meteorological Administration, KMA, and university researchers, whether it's involved in the project or not. So those are the, I think, a very quick summary of the committee and what we've done. Uh, can you just explain, is this beyond reasonable doubt then, that this is a man-made cause of earthquake? Well, so our conclusion is that, so the details, the conclusion or the findings that lead to our conclusion is presented in our report. It is our unanimous opinion of the committee that uh, the EGS stimulations, in particular in one of the wells, a PX2, that have activated uh, unmapped fault. That was un the fault was unknown to, um, I think, the people involved in this project. So the stimulation uh, really activated that fault and created or induced a series of 
smaller earthquakes, and those earthquakes eventually led to the Ming shock. What about the argument, though, that the water was injected a couple of months before this quake, and the critics who suggest that the, the quake happened too late, therefore, that it couldn't have been directly linked to that, compared with other cases where we've seen water injected at geothermal plants and then tremors triggered within days. Yeah, so we're looking to that, and a delay of such a um, uh, period is common, and it's occur- that kind of delay has occurred in the past in different projects. And, and so just based on the delay itself, it's not sufficient to exclude the possibility that um, um, the ingestion caused the earthquake. Do you think then that some experts are being misquoted or are they just misguided uh, in, in terms of being quoted in that direction? What, why are some people coming out saying that do you think well i i cannot comment why they say that i think it's probably on the surface it's a explicit gap between time gap between the injection of water and the earthquake itself and it's not immediately happened again this is a very common phenomena in injection induced earthquakes and not only in um, Poham, but uh, uh, other places as well in Oklahoma. Um, also in a classic case in Denver, Colorado, the delay was uh, almost like a year or two. Uh, right. So again, this is um, phenomena, but this is, again, it's a commonly observed phenomena in induced seismicity. If I could ask you also to deal with some other counterclaims, uh, for example, it's been put forward that the Pohan earthquake occurred because of faults that had been weakened by other quakes mm. on the peninsula prior to the Pohan quake. Uh, for example, the 5.8 magnitude one in Gyeongju in September of 2016, and even in Japan in 2011. Right. And we looked into that as well. The uh, 2011 Tohoku earthquake did produce some small but measurable displacement uh, across the Korean peninsula. We also looked at the how much, well, in general, I think it's a smaller motion on the east side, larger motion on the west side, and which really means that the uh, peninsula is stretched due to the Tohoku earthquake, because one side is smaller, one side is bigger in terms of displacement. So this kind of motion actually does not contribute to um, make the fault um, in the Poland area more stressed. And it's not in the same direction of how the fault is stressed. And then we also looked into, in terms of how much extra stress that may be added to the Pohan region, and uh, uh, we cited uh, we're looking to the numbers in the literature and some rough estimations that we made. The stress that's added to the Pohang region is very small. In fact, it's too small to contribute to what's happening. Mm-hmm. 
with the 400s quick. Well, well, thanks for addressing that for us. Let's get to your recommendation for the, the Korean government, the main takeaway, because clearly there might be a number of interests in favour of this geothermal power plant, that there will be those who like the idea of clean energy. There'll be business interests at stake here as well. But we saw in Switzerland, in Basel, for example, power plants shut down after earthquakes. Is that the only course of action here that you would recommend? Well, that's a difficult question. Um, a couple of points I could um, maybe emphasize here is that um, in future uh, EGS project, one thing that we thought is important is for project team and uh, scientific institutions to make a coordinated effort to monitor, analyze, and uh, interpret the data on time and so that we can really have a good grasp and understanding of what's going on. If there's anything happens, particular earthquake happens, uh, we need to know it sooner. Or smaller earthquakes that uh, is happening, we need to know whether those earthquakes may lead to larger earthquakes. But this is a quite challenging uh, demand. But um, again, in future, in the future, I think the project team and uh, uh, scientists involved need to make a coordinated effort to monitor, analyze, and interpret. But the well-being of residents is potentially at risk. Is it, is it not particularly urgent to make decisions, well, on, on geothermal power plants generally, um, to, to make sure that they are safe before injecting water here in this country? Well, so the seismic risk is, is another really ongoing big research topic. And this is another thing that we summarized in our report. And one of the lessons learned is that um, um, all the people involved in um, the project that really need to get, in, get all the monitoring data, evaluate the activities, and, and then uh, try to see how we can mitigate the seismic risk. And, and well, first of all, evaluate and assessment of the seismic risk and how to mitigate that. Mm. And so that should be a pretty high priority and um, also emphasize open data access policy and for all the data so that everybody can share the data and get things together and putting a seismic risk assessment and communicate that uh, with the uh, local citizens or stakeholders. So that's another very important, I mean, seismic risk is um, ongoing active research and, and that we, um, the committee thought um, we should consider that's a very good lesson. Well, Professor Gay, thank you very much for sharing your expertise with us. Thank you. Professor Shemin Gay from the Department of Geological Sciences at University of Colorado, right now in Seoul.